Hey everyone, and welcome to the South Carolina Grower Exchange Podcast. Every week, agents, specialists, and growers from around the state chat about what's happening in the field and discuss the latest crop weather, insect, disease, and weed issues, as well as timely reminders and information related to fruit and vegetable production in South Carolina. Remember, you can read weekly field updates and register for upcoming events by visiting the SC Grower blog at sccrower.com. Hello, everybody, and thanks for joining in with us for this episode of the South Carolina Grower Exchange. We've got a few of us on this morning, so we'll give you a little update of what's happening in all of our areas. I'll go ahead and get started with the uh, Midlands area that I'm located in, which is kind of Edgefield, Aiken, Saluda area. Uh, we are wrapping up our peach season. If you want fresh basket peaches, you might want to go ahead and try to get some this week um, or at least within the next seven to 10 days. Uh, our, our market and resale, um, I mean, retail um, markets will probably be closing pretty soon. We're into the very last of our varieties and growers around here are trying to fill up their contracts for the wholesale market. So if you want them, get them quick. Uh, we're kind of already picking varieties that would be ready towards the end of August because we are still about two weeks ahead on everything um, and got a good number coming off right now. Um, the quality is pretty good. We are still dealing with some brown rot and some bacterial spot, um, but again, the crop is coming to an end, so hopefully those issues won't get too bad before the season wraps up. As far as everything else goes, we've put some uh, vegetables in the ground recently. We've got our second crop of bell peppers is the biggest thing that we've got going on right now, and the plastic is laid and ready for uh, our broccoli and some collard crops even that are gonna be going in pretty soon in the next couple of weeks. Still very hot. Uh, we were in a dry spell, but we actually got a couple inches of rain over the weekend and some stormy weather even. So um, hopefully we're kind of caught back up on moisture, but that's pretty much all I've got happening in my area. Um, Bruce, how about what's happening in the PD? Hey, Sarah, am I coming, coming in okay? Yep, you sound good. Cool, cool. Okay. So, um, yeah, it's um, yeah, kind of to touch on what uh, what Sarah had just mentioned. Yeah, peaches are starting to wrap up uh, in, in the PD as well. It's, uh, we're, we're definitely in the, in the um, late part of the season. You know, the, the end is near. So, it's... Um, but you know, quality still looks really good on them, and, and the volume is uh, is still pretty good as well. The uh, vegetables are, um, you know, coming in pretty good. Uh, tomatoes, uh, tomato quality is 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 pretty good. Uh, peppers are looking are just looking awesome right now. Uh, okra is really just finally starting to come in good. Um, we've got some uh, some cucumbers, uh, squash, and zucchini. That's uh, that has you know good quality, but maybe a little bit uh, limited volume. That that should increase in the next uh, next few weeks. Some of those uh, later plantings are, are just starting to come in uh, right now. 
watermelons are looking pretty good. It's uh, you did see some uh, some pythium, um, yeah. As far as on some of the the watermelons that had experienced some uh, some heavy rain, um, over the last couple of weeks, the um, cantaloupe uh, cantaloupe are looking really good as well. The um, muscadine crop looks. Um, yeah, it, it looks really strong this year. Uh, I've seen a few few locations that the, uh, the it look it does look a little bit weak, but uh, think that that may be some uh, some areas that did experience a little bit of um, a little bit of cold damage back in the uh, in the spring, and that that caused some um, some primary bud uh, damage, and it had to actually trying to fruit on on secondary wood. And, and normally, whenever you see that, you know, you do see a diminished crop. But the uh, but the crop looks uh, looks good for the most part, it uh, and it looks like it's pretty much on time. Just starting to get a little bit of coloration in uh, in in noble wine grapes right now. Probably I would say maybe like three four percent uh, coloration right now. The I uh, did eat uh, some of my I, I guess sort of my first uh, seasons uh, black grape uh, black muscadine and black uh, I mean and uh, and and bronze muscadine uh the end of last week so you know i was i was you know pretty stoked about that it's um so you know they they there is uh, on the fresh market side there are some uh some that are coming into uh into ripeness right now so you know definitely keep an eye on them they are uh, you know they'll 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 be hitting the stores pretty uh pretty soon so um other than that um well let's see and we're in there was some uh, some localized heavy uh, rains last night uh, around the PD, especially back towards the coastal. Uh, you know, they're around uh, Horry County, maybe down toward Georgetown. There was uh, some localized heavy rains, and uh, so. But other than that, soil moisture looks pretty good. So I guess that that pretty much wraps it up. All right, thanks, Bruce. Yeah, heavy rains, and I saw a lot of like down trees and limbs and stuff on the way in this morning. So. I guess some areas got some stormy weather. Um, Zach, how about what's happening in your area? Yeah, thanks, Terry. It's uh, it's been real hot in the low country, kind of hit or miss with rain. At my house, we've gotten a lot of rain and pretty consistent, but like y'all said, very heavy and very violent when we get it. And then I go to some farms, they talk about how dry it is. I see how dusty it is. So really just depends on where you are and, and what afternoon storms you catch. Um, but most of our crops are, you know, kind of on the out right now. Um, I saw some peppers last week. They look really good in spots, um, especially your hot peppers, your, you know, bells and stuff are done. But um, it is interesting to see the different uh, varieties and the susceptibility to different diseases. Uh, we, we didn't pull a sample, but I'm assuming in some fields we have a lot of phytophthora issues um, in lower spots of the field. And it seems like certain varieties are a lot more resistant maybe not resistant, but tolerant to it than others. Um, Cause you can kind of go down the road and see where the next variety starts. Um, so anyway, that's something I think growers probably need to take note of and maybe plant those more susceptible varieties um, on different land or, or ground that's a little higher or drains a little better. Um, but so that was interesting to see, uh, like Bruce said, the muscadine crops coming along. We got a few uh, that could be picked right now, but I think most places are gonna open up probably in seven to 10 days uh, with the muscadines. Um, blackberries, I saw some spider mites last week. I think this hot, dry weather, um, especially on the new growth, these mus uh, blackberries are pushing out. 
uh, we're seeing a good many spider mites. So just know that, you know, the foliage that we have now is going to be giving energy to the spring crop. Um, and so managing those mites and diseases now will give us a better crop for next year. I'm going to get that question a lot as my blackberries aren't sweet this year. Well, did you manage spider mites and did you manage orange blotch? Um, I wrote about it on the blog this week, but orange blotch is our worst blackberry disease here in Charleston or the low country. Um, it's an algal species, a parasitic algae, and um, it just really plagues our growers. Um, and you really have to prune it out. You have to be very proactive and potassium phosphate will help management, uh, but you only get six applications a year. So you kind of got to be selective on when you use it. But that is a really devastating disease because it just kind of sucks the life out of the plant and you get those bitter unsweet berries uh, in the following spring. So something to be looking out for if you're a grower. Um, and then the last thing I kind of want to talk about is just maintenance issues. You know, this type of this time of year, uh, when there is a little downtime, there's not much going on in the field. It's a really good time to calibrate your sprayers, get caught up on pesticide credits. We have a lot of online offerings uh, for folks to get their credits. Um, go ahead and restock with your pesticides. Um, you know, strawberry season's coming up and you know what pesticides you're going to need for that. Um, and so just making sure that everything's taken care of. I know you want to take a breather, but now is really the time of year to get ready for the, the fall season because it's it's here, uh, believe it or not. So um, that's about all I have. All right, thanks, Zach. Andy, are you with us this morning? I'll try if you can hear me okay. I can hear you, yep. A lot going on here, a lot of major disease issues and tomatoes, got a hundred acre pumpkin grower with my top throw and um, we're managing it as best we can. Um, we think it's coming from the pond, uh, from the irrigation, because it seems to be worse where we put in a new pivot uh, irrigation system. Um, ironically, it's in a drought county, and we've only put a total of two and a half inches on, and the soil is dry, so I don't. it doesn't fit with the typical phytophthora situation. We're less than 20 inches for the year at that farm, and... Um, but yet we're having major phytophthora issues. Fusarium was also found in the ground, so it's very confusing. We tried to get some help uh, from specialists, but um, that's been a little bit difficult to get done. Um, I've got tomatoes collapsing, um, coming out of the cooler, and it's a, it's a bacteria of some kind. The tomato farm is having issues with some sort of bacterial soft rot on the fruit. Um, we don't know which one yet, but major losses, they're having to go through every box and actually um, throw away the box and then uh, repack everything that's there. And whatever, whichever bacteria it is, it's disintegrating the entire inside of the green fruit. I uh, haven't seen this before, but it's causing major, major losses. Um, we've also got some bacterial uh, wilt diseases in um, squash and zucchini, but that's a, uh, we're still picking a lot of blackberries. I have one of my muscadine varieties that's just starting to come in rasmataz. I'm picking now. But um, other than that, that's about it. We are still picking a few peaches, but not many. All right. Thanks, Andy. All right, Justin, last but not least, what uh, what you got going on around the wreck? Hey, 
Hey, Sarah. Not much, but a couple noteworthy things that we're seeing right now. Um, first, we finally had downy mildew show up in our uh, sentinel plots. Uh, we're seeing it on the butternut squash. Um, so that strain has finally entered the Midlands area. Uh, we are still not seeing the cucumber strain yet, uh, but we'll keep looking out for that one. Uh, also, in our caterpillar trials, we're seeing a pretty good variety of caterpillar species uh, this uh, late summer. Uh, seeing a lot of cabbage loopers and a few imported cabbage worms, a few cross-striped cabbage worms, and even a corn earworm or two. Um, usually when I do these trials, it's uh, just about all diamondback moths, so it's kind of noteworthy that we're seeing lots of different species. Uh, I usually see like a hundred diamondback moths for every one caterpillar, some other species. Um, so if you're seeing a bunch of uh, cabbage loopers or anything, um, when you're picking out a BT, if you use those, maybe go for Dipel instead of Zentari. Um, or any of the other Kerstaki subspecies like Javelin. They tend to work a little better on the loopers than um, the Diamondbacks. Um, the Diamondbacks need those Azawi subspecies like um, Zentari and Agree. Uh, also, if you're fighting a lot of cabbage loopers, stay away from Torak. Uh, that's a good material for Diamondbacks, but it's pretty poor on cabbage loopers. Um, that's about all I got right now, Sarah. Oh, I am jealous of the rain you got last night. It got pretty windy and actually cooled off a little bit, but we didn't end up seeing a drop where I am. So jealous. Man, bummer. Yeah, we had a torrential downpour, I guess, Saturday morning and again last night uh, in Aiken. So, and it appears that uh, at least Johnston had some pretty significant wind events and rain as well. There's some big old puddles everywhere. But, well, I appreciate everybody joining in and thank you for everybody who is tuning in to this episode. Just a reminder, uh, check the South Carolina Grower blog for any upcoming classes or trainings that we are offering and for a detailed weekly report of what's happening out in the field and we appreciate you taking the time to hang out with us this morning have a good week everybody